0: Hallelujah, that you can be flexible and do things and still have the Spirit of God move. Amen. So you're with, you're wherever you are. Maybe you are at home sitting on the couch. Maybe you are somewhere else. Maybe you're out, out and about. Maybe you're listening in your car. Where you are, it matters not. The Holy Spirit is there. And it's important to remember that while there's a connection here, you might be seeing me or hearing me. There's another connection on the inside of you that's hearing and seeing what the Heavenly Father wants to speak to us and what the Holy Spirit wants us to show us. So I thank you, Father, that we can be active hearers and active doers of your word. I thank you, Lord, that we don't get used to certain ways of doing things and miss you. I thank you, Lord, that we can do things and be flexible and be guided by you, no matter the circumstances, no matter what we see. We know that you are Lord, and I thank you that you are our help, that you are our peace, and you're always speaking, you're always talking, and you're never shut down. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's my privilege and honor to preach the word to you this morning. Hallelujah. Zoom for Sunday school. Oh, yes. This is new. Children, you may be dismissed. (laughs) Uh, Instead of running to the back into the other room, there's, I love people that know how to do this this technology thing. Apparently, there's some information on your screen that you can do things so that your children can experience Zoom Sunday school. Hallelujah, and they will be blessed. And uh, Leanna uh, Leanna's b- uh back there. She's in, in her own space uh, doing a Zoom meeting for the little ones. So uh, enjoy that. I'm looking forward to hearing how that goes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So today, I, I, I wanted, I've been thinking a lot about uh, some things going on. It's hard not to notice what's going on because it's loud and it screams at you all the time. And there's a, a mess that's happening to, with our neighbors down south. And uh, they're, they're, in, they're in a hard circumstance. And you know what, there's a lot of people that are not in the United States that want to tell everybody their thoughts about what's going on down there. Even if they don't have a vote, they still want to express their opinions and tell everybody their opinions. Wow. So there's two people that have not conceded, but both think that they're president. Now, it doesn't matter which side you're on, but they're in this spot where they're not conceding. And I've been thinking a lot about that, about standing your ground, even when things... Look very difficult, and they're both standing their ground. But one is right, one is wrong. We can't have two presidents. That's not going to happen. But they both think and believe with th- that they're right. Yeah. And I was looking at that situation and thinking about that, and and I and they are very purposed and they're not conceding. But the body of Christ. Easily concedes at the sign of sickness, oh, at the sign of disease, at the sign of, of, of a storm that's happening, whatever that might be, a financial, whatever it is. And then immediately, they turn and see that storm and quit. <laughs> and and I, I was thinking about that a lot. That ought not be so. And I thought, and I'm, like, I'm just like, that ought not be so these two men, whoever they are, you know, however they, whatever their standing is with Christ, it's not my business. It's not my business. But a believer who's standing on the word of God, how can they fail? How can they fail? Why would they give up? And the only thing I can come to is they don't really know what they believe. President Trump and, President, uh, and Joe Biden know what they believe. And they're standing on it. And you might think this is crazy. Oh, so-and-so should concede, or this person could, could, should concede. Oh, it should go this way. Well, you don't know what they believe. And you are seeing two men standing with all they have. And sometimes our stand of faith does not look that like that, And why doesn't it? Why doesn't it? Some people are saying, oh, he's crazy. Why is he not quitting? Why is he not conceding? And we just fold and melt. And so I just really wanted to talk to you this morning about that, about standing strong, not conceding. Because if we think back to 2016, we had two people running yet again. And that was over rather quickly, but because someone conceded quickly. And in that concession said, I lose, you win. And we have all this information in the word of God that tells us that Jesus already won. And yet we don't think about it, don't remember it, don't keep it in our remembrance, that he won the victory, and we concede to an enemy that's lost. That makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> I looked up concede, it's surrender or yield to something that someone possesses. And both believe in interacting, but they, they have a belief, but one will surrender and yield, and victory will be there for the winner. So we have the victory and we have the power. In Ephesians 3:20 it says now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think according to the power that's on the inside of us. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. I know that. Do you believe that? Are you ready to keep that and not concede or yield or surrender to another thought or circumstance that's shouting louder than what the word of God says? He doesn't have to shout loud. He is his word. And he's not trying to convince you. You need to believe it yourself. Hallelujah. So we're going to go to Joshua 2. Because here was a time of turmoil for some people. <laughs> here we are in Joshua. We know Joshua. Joshua is the one that leads the children of Israel into the Promised Land, and uh, so he he inherits a people. And Moses is uh, is uh, dies in the wilderness, and then Joseph, uh, Joshua gets up and goes. I think in first one it says, and uh, uh, it says, now after Moses was dead, the servant of the Lord came. Uh, ca- it came unto pass that the jo- Lord spoke unto uh, Joseph and said, Moses is dead. Get up and go. Get up and go, so here we are. they're getting up and going, and they're going into the promised land. And it's not and if we rewind back, Joshua was one of these slaves, uh, the, not not one of these slaves. He was one of the the spies that went out the first time. I can imagine just how much satisfaction Joshua had that he is now in charge and he's actually doing. What he knew that they could do. And so uh, the satisfaction there that that's happening. And so a plan is in action. And he's prayed and God has told him and shown him what to do. And now we have some more spies going into the land. And here it says, it says, and Joshua the son of Nun sent out uh, Shittim, two men, uh, um, out of Shittim, two men to spy secretly, saying, Go into the land, even Jericho. And they went. And they came to the harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. And it was told of the king of Jericho saying, behold, there came men hither tonight. I love hither. I love the word hither. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, uh, 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 and then the king knows and he says, behold, there came men hither tonight of the children of Israel in search out of the country. And so they weren't, sne- they were sneaky, but they apparently weren't that sneaky they got found out. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thine house, for they come uh, they become to search out all the country. Now, I find it so interesting that Rahab is in a city with walls that are really tall. You know, we, know, we all know the story of them walking around. In the city, and the king... Or the king's men come to, him, to her and say, give us these men. And you know what she thought was better? Not to say a thing to him. Yeah. That's telling what she believed. And she's going to tell us what she believes. And so, but she believed that the king couldn't save her. She's in this mighty strong tower. And she believed that these two spies could help her out more than the king of Jericho. So, uh, so where are these guys? And then the woman, uh, the woman took the two men and hid them and said, thus, there came men unto me. I don't know where they are. I, I'm paraphrasing there, <laughs> the King James. I don't know where they are. And it came to bas- pass about the time of shutting the gate when it was dark that the men went out, Whither the men went, I, I know, I don't know where they went and uh, pers- go after them quickly and you you'll, you'll take them. You'll take them. But as she brought them up to the roof of the house and hid the men in the stalks of flax, which she had laid upon the roof, and the men pursued after the way of Jordan unto the fords, and soon, and soon as they had pursued after them, were gone out and shut out of the gate. And behold, they were laid down, and she came unto them on the roof. So she got guys coming in. No, 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 they're over that way. Go, 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 run, go get them. Okay, they ran out, gate shut, and then now she's going up onto her roof to talk to these two guys. And she, this is what she says to them. I know that the Lord has given you the land. That you uh, and, your, teror, uh, and, and that your terror has fallen upon us. And all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you. When you came out of Egypt. And what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites. That were on the other side of the Jordan. Sion and Og when you utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there any, remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Amen. Now therefore I pray, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have shown you kindness, that you will also show kindness un- unto my father's house and give me a true token. Here she is in what appears to be the safest city in the land. And she tells them exactly what's going on, that while they are in this tower, this strong tower, it's not the strong tower. It's not the tower of the Lord. And they're depending on their own strength and their own walls. And this was the voice of the community that she's expressing that they're in terror, that their hearts are melting. They know these people are coming. They know the Israelites are coming. They know what they're going to do. And I find it so interesting that she believes with her actions that they'll show mercy upon her. And she asks for mercy, and she receives it. People believe things. And then they act on those things. And here we have a woman that was not an Israelite, that was not one of God's chosen people, who believed the God of those chosen people. And in fact, she ends up being part of the line of Jesus. Through her actions and through what happens, wow. Because she believed. She believed in God. Yes. She didn't believe her king. She didn't believe the city. She believed God Almighty. Yes. What do you believe? What do you believe your God will do for you? Are you, lis- are you with those people that hearts are melting? Or are you like Rahab approaching and asking asking. And God says, ask. Yes. And you'll, you'll find. Seek, knock. The door is open unto you. What are you doing in your home? Are you shut up in fear? Or are you breaking forth, thinking about how you can help the community, thinking about your God that supplies all your needs? Our hearts should not melt in fear. We do not have to concede or give in to the messages that are out there. We can stand on the rock that is Jesus, on our almighty God, and he takes care of his people, and he keeps his word to his people. So what's our profession? This was Rahab's profession, what she said. She knew the God of the Israelites, and she asked for help, and she received it. How much more would a God who is our Father do for us? Hallelujah. Let's go to Hebrews 10. Our pro- what's our profession of faith? What are we saying about God What are we saying about circumstances? What are we saying about situations? Are we yielding to those circumstances? Are we we conceding and letting those circumstances overtake? Or are we speaking to those circumstances and telling them to get out and to leave? Hallelujah. Because you can do that. You have my permission. You had God's permission a long time ago. But you can do that. You're allowed you, you know, maybe if you want to be violent about it, you might want to do it quietly in your car or you might want to do it in your bedroom or somewhere quiet over there. You can do that. You can be loud about it. You're allowed. <laughs> be released. Hallelujah. In Hebrews 20, yeah, I know. I, I don't doubt it. <laughs> I have heard it I, and I'm sure you're, not, you're the same everywhere. <laughs> And and she's told us she's tried in places, but sometimes tried. But you know how, you know, you're like, you know, like when you shake a bottle of soda and you try to keep it in. We love our pastor. (laughs) But it's not a bad spray. (laughs) It's not sticky soda. Hallelujah. So, uh, and if you're in Hebrews 10 and verse 23, hallelujah, It says, let us hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering. So there's an opportunity to waver. I'm going to just go over to the Amplified. So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of of it. For he who promised is reliable and sure and faithful to his word. Amen. So you're speaking. I don't know what you're speaking cuz we're, you know. You could tell me what you're speaking. You can give me a call and tell me what you're speaking. But when you're out and about and you're speaking, what is it you're speaking? Are you acknowledging God and who he is? Is he faithful as it says at the end here in the and that he is faithful to his word? Or are you saying I've got this pain I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. Whoa, Lord, help me, help me, Lord. Help me, help me. And, and, I, and I, if you weren't with us on our, on our built together night, I talked about that. I, I, I know when I'm not in faith, when I'm laying in the bed and whimpering. And, and the thing is, is I was whimpering scripture, I was whining scripture and it wasn't helping me none. Cuz what did I believe? Obviously I didn't believe it. And then I got a rebel I, I was I was by your stripes I'm healed Jesus. By your stripes I'm healed. And I said it lots and lots and I wasn't healed. <laughs> but then flash forward to another time. And I really got God Und- like the understanding the revelation and knew it and believed that I'm a new creature I believed it I heard it I don't know how many times but I heard it I don't know how many times I read it and then all of a sudden something clicked on the inside of me that I'm the, a new creature that old things are past oh that old things are passed away behold all things are new and all things are of God So I really got that. And so I was, praise Jesus, happy about that. But then a circumstance came of sickness. And I had an opportunity to concede to sickness, to give in to sickness. But I had a hope. I had something that I believed in, that I believed was true. And when I was sitting there and the sickness tried to come on me in a wave, and I... I, it really that's how it kind of works like I I, like people like talk like get like some people just get into sickness just by their mouth and what they say and oh I got that sniffle oh I'm getting a cold and then sure enough they got a cold well they really believed they had a cold didn't they so I knew this I had this revelation that I was a new creature and all things were of God you know I believed that. I believed that. Did it look at sometimes, all all the time, that all things were of God? Well, no. Come on. It didn't. I knew that. But I believed that God's word was truer than what I saw in myself and what was going on around me or in the circumstances. I just got a hold of this truth, and I knew it. What truth do you have a that you've laid a hold of, that you know is true that you know is real, and you know that is above what you think or what you feel or what you see. And so I, here I am, that this sickness, I'm, I, I believe this truth, and then the circumstance comes of sickness. And I thought, wait a second. Wait a second. All things are new. All things are of God in me. How is it possible and all, and we've talked about all being all, and all is all, all things of God. How can sickness touch me? How can it? It can't. It can't touch me. That's what I believe. Yeah. That's what I cling to. That's, and I'm not going to concede from that notion. Amen. And now, I was like, wait a sec. No sickness. You cannot have a hold on me. You must leave. And I did not concede to that sickness. And that wave of sickness just left. And I was able to work and not call in sick. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Does that mean sickness has stopped trying to come on me? No. But I can believe, and I know it's true, that that same truth is true today, and it's true tomorrow, no matter what, no matter what moment. Now, the only thing is, is I can tell you this whole scenario, but I can't make you believe. You can go, oh, you know what, that was true for you. Yeah, okay, you, I can believe that situation. And a testimony strengthens your frame. You know, you can allow it to strengthen your frame. Hey, if God did it for her, it can do it for me. But I can't do believing for you. And the Word of God is alive, but it also has to be live for you to work. Because here we are, where everyone's listening here, not many of us, enough to make this operational. And we're washing, we're doing our things, we got our masks. You know, yeah. You're, you're at your house, you're listening, you know, wherever, whenever maybe later, maybe when COVID's all over, praise Jesus. This is all over, you're listening to this. I can't make you listen, and I can't make you believe. How do I know that? I mean, have you had a conversation where you missed something that someone was saying? I have. And I'm, sh- and, you know, and I'm a teacher, so I know. <laughs> How do I know? Because I repeat directions every single time. Like, you know, I'm like, this is what we're doing. And then you have six or seven children ask, what are we doing? Well, I told everybody at the same time what we were doing. But some people weren't listening. Hmm. So, <laughs> so I had to repeat myself. <laughs> Praise Jesus. We're not much different. I, 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 like, as much as I've worked with all ages, and uh, we're not much different. <laughs> we can miss things, and we do miss things. But we need to listen And listening is not just letting it go into your brain, but to meditate on, think on it and believe it and make a choice that you connect with that idea. Yes, that's truth. Yes, I believe it. And then act on it. Uh, There's lots of points there to concede and to give up on that whole thing. First, you can be listening. And then, hey, I don't like that idea. You can shut your ears right there. And then say, no, that's not for me. Well, then, okay. Then you get to another point where you're meditating, thinking about, and you're like, you know what? And then you're like, wait a second. And the things of this world and the the media and maybe your friend, your dear friend, says something that's contrary to that thought or that idea. And then you shut it down. You know what? I'm going to go stay here with what I believe right here. Or, you know, you could incorporate it in you could listen, you know, meditate on it and think, hey, wait a second. I'm thinking some funky junk. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe I should read God's word more. Hmm. Maybe I should talk to the pastors more or someone else at discipleship class more. Hmm. Or maybe message someone or phone someone and ask them, what do you think about this? La, la, la. Oh, yeah, ask. ask, please ask and ask the Holy Spirit. Hmm. I'd like to know more about this. And then you go realize, hey, wait a second. Yes, that was funky junk. I don't have to think that way anymore. I don't have to believe that anymore. I can believe something different. And there you go. And then, then you believe it. And then your, your actions are going to change. Rahab believed that the children of Israel were going to win. That where they were going to take over. They were going to take the city. They be, she believed that. So hence her actions showed what she believed. She told the king that they had, go run, they're over that way. And she hid them and she asked for help. So her actions show what she believed. She believed it and then she acted. Hallelujah. What do you believe? What's going on right now? I have this mask. Do I believe it can save me? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I have already have a savior. That position's been filled. <laughs> but... Do I follow rules and be a good example? Yes, I do. I can do that. I can do that. But there are people out there who believe that they're, they're protected from that. And it's not the protection of, the, of Jesus, the name that we sang about this morning, a strong tower that we won to and are safe. The church is acting on their belief or lack of belief in God. But we have the victory. We have, he, Jesus overcame the world and said, hey, you don't have to do it. I did it. Here you go. Walk in that victory. Walk in that healing. Walk in the newness of life. But we concede it and give it up for a, the world's message and its messaging. So thinking about even now, this is the first time since I've come to church where we haven't had people come to church. The first time. I, I just love it when, you know, people who don't know us, like, you know, when there's a snowstorm. And they're like, you know, you know, oh, we're canceling church, right? Uh, No. <laughs> we're like the, the the mailman, the postal service, like by by sleet or snow, we're going to get there. <laughs> we're going to be there. We're going to have church. That's something that I purpose, you know. I plan my vacations around coming to church. I plan, you know, like if I'm going to miss a service, like there's there's a specific reason why you know, there, there's one where I missed because uh, we had a special, special Remembrance Day service at the school, you know, and I was doing that instead. It wasn't that I forgot to set my alarm and didn't wake up and I couldn't get to, get to church. Or I just wasn't feeling like it. You know, although now, like, you know. <laughs> but bless God, it's not about a bunch of COVID protocol, protocols Amen. that save us. It's Jesus who already saved us, Amen. but we follow those protocols to be obedient, we're and we're not rebellious. That's correct. We're not. We know that what the world is saying and about masks and the government. You can read it on on Facebook, and you can read it everywhere you go. That they the world believes that masks are the way to go. The world believes that we need a shutdown and we need to shut down everything. And and the world believes that the answer is something that's very dangerous. When we already have an answer that's been sent, Jesus. And we have this, this mask mandate, which even Bonnie Henry herself has said they did it because of public pressure. So... I think she knows a lot more about silent science than the public, pressure. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> she capitulated, and she gave up, and she conceded to the public. Praise God that we serve a God that doesn't concede to public p- p- opinion Amen. and public what the public thinks. Amen. He's not moved by it. And he's not getting off of his throne and he's not crying in a corner because someone cursed him and said he, was, he didn't work and didn't love him and didn't like him and forsook him. And he's not crying in the corner. <laughs> he died and rose again and is seated, seated in the th- right hand of the Father. And he is not moved by anything that's happening in the world. So we have images we can hold on to. Imagine having hope in this. I, I'm, I, it's, it, you know, it's funny, but it's actually really scary. It's scary because this thing is going to be in the garbage. <laughs> And praise Jesus! All those uh, uh, those people that are like for the environment are okay with all these. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's go. Let's, you know, whatever. And you know, and all the plastic gloves. Oh, like you know, there's way more than straws now. But anyway, <laughs> but you know, here we are. The world. There. This is what you see. This is this is actually being blown. This is you can physically see the world being blown. Straws, ah, masks, ah, this ah you can see it. No. And there's this this din of screams along with it that are just like you gotta get in the word and listen to it. Don't Amen. listen to these people. Amen. There's two images and they're holding fast to it. They're holding fast to it, but it's not going to save them. Because people are still getting COVID with masks. Yeah. Guess what? I'm a new creature. Old things are passed away, all things are new, all things are of God. That means I don't get COVID or spread it. Amen. But I'll wear a mask just to uh, not get yelled at. I bless God. <laughs> so we are here. We, are, we, started, we started in Hebrews 10:23. Let us hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And if we just jump down, it says in 35, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, your plainness of speech. What you're, it's so interesting that your confidence is equated to speech in what you're saying. Interesting. Cast not away your confidence, which has r- great recompense of reward. Don't give away your confidence to a sloppy tongue. Whoa. What do you believe? I sure hope it's settled in you. Get it settled and speak that. It's so useless to, you know, speak a scripture when you don't believe it. It didn't work for me. But when I believed it, when I Actively chose to listen to that word, believe it, meditate on it, kick out the other thoughts that were against it, and say, This thought is higher than my thoughts. And this is the thought that I'm going to believe, that this is the one that I'm going to have confidence in. This is the one that I'm going to stand on. And I won't concede or yield to all those other thoughts. And what the world would say, I'm going to stand here. Cast not away your confidence. Like just violently throw. We've heard cast before. But throw away the good speech, his good word. Don't concede or surrender it. Rahab had a confidence. And I, it's so interesting. I, I, I love what she said because she had, she believed, and then she acted, and she asked. I really love people who just ask. Come on. They just ask, yeah. and you know what? I have, like, it's so great being in a job where, you know what? I can ask, you know? I'll ask that. There's no harm in asking. I'll ask. Sometimes they say yes, sometimes no, but, you know, be blessed. Ask. Ask. And, and we have a budget at our school, so, you know, as much as... I have, like, some asking in my head about, like, you know, the dream classroom and all the furniture it would take. If you gave me probably $120,000, I could make my classroom really rock. <laughs> I could, you know, and it wouldn't be with electronics, let me tell you. <laughs> but I could, I could find some things to spend. But we have, we have, a, we have a budget, and, you know, and we're working on it, and, I'll, you know, I'm getting the things that I want a little at a time. There you go. But w- our father doesn't have a budget. He doesn't have a budget. He's, he's like, no, I'm sorry. You know, so-and-so asked for something, so I had to spend the money there. But maybe next week in the next, you know, when I earn what I need to earn, and then I can dole out your portion next week. He's like, Yeah. Our God's generous. He's got enough for you. Uh He's got enough. Uh You know, do you have confidence in him to ask? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't ask because we really don't believe. Maybe we don't believe we deserve it. Maybe we don't believe that he will, that we, that, why would you ask God something like that? He listens. He listens. He does listen. He He does listen. You can ask anything. Ask hallelujah. So back to here, it says, cast not away your therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. What's your speech saying? Hallelujah. What's your confidence? We can hear it. I can tell. I can tell when, when uh, someone comes up to me and they're not in faith for healing. I can tell. So I you know, I have to pray differently for those people because I, I can't move people from what they believe. You can only move yourself from what you believe. And it's just a choice. It's just, you know, a choice to do that. And uh, yeah, choose, choose it. Choose life. There's lots of choices, but choose life. In verse 36, for you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God that you might receive the promise so we have need of patience. Well, I I really love if you want to I, I forget what the title of the sermon is. We have podcasts now, so you can go back and listen to ser- uh, services uh, uh, of your and uh, and and I I spoke about patience and I really think that this is super important um, and we need to lay a hold of this patience piece. Yes, um, it is. Letting, like where it says in James 1, let patience have its perfect work so that you will be wanting nothing. And uh, a couple months ago, I talked about that. I, I explored that scripture and I, and I said that wanting, when you're seeing wanting, then you're not in faith and you're not, you don't have patience for what you've prayed and asked God and belie- are believing for. And want means you're not settled. You're still wanting it. You're not settled that God has already done it. You may not see it, but God has already done it. And so wanting is is an indication that you're not in faith for that yet. Well, how can I get in faith? Well, there's lots of ways you can get in faith. Faith comes by hearing, and by hearing of the word of God. You can plug in a podcast and listen to it. You can come, you know, we are still having Our support meetings and those are still going on. You can reach out and talk to one of us. Never, that's a lie from the pit of hell, they don't need to hear from me. Lie, 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 lie. You are not alone, you can reach out anytime. And there are 10 people, I think everyone in this room, dare I say, in this room would say, We want to hear from you. We love you. We want the the grace of God to be made manifest. We want you to do well. We want you to be different tomorrow than you were today. We want to see growth. We want to help you. We want to pour into you. We want to. And more than that, God wants to. Hallelujah. So you can increase in faith. It can happen. It can happen for you. And part of it, too, is, is believing it before you believe it. And what I do that, what I, that, what I mean with, with that is I've chosen that if anything comes up in here that it, I've never heard it before or it, it, it kind of makes me go, whoa, what's that? That I've decided to believe it no matter what so that when I read it or see it or hear it from the word of God, I believe it right away, and then I work backwards. Okay, what does that mean, because I believe it? Not that, oh, convince me. Oh, Jesus, I'll read your word, but you have to convince me. Well, that's not going to work for you. Hallelujah. (laughs) That doesn't work for anyone. Like it's not about reading it to be convinced. Amen. It's about reading it because you're convinced that it's true. And then it's just adding to and 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 being more flavorful. It's like yes you're eating this meal, but now you're tasting all the spices and able to name them. So you have need of patience. Why? Cuz the Bible's telling you <laughs> You have need of patience after you have done the will of God that you might receive the promise. Have you done the will of God? Have you done everything that you know to do? Then you receive the promise. Just cling to that. Don't concede the promise is there. It's there for you. And I love this in in verse 37. For yet in a a little while... He shall come will c- he that ca- he that shall come shall come and he will not tarry. I find that interesting as we read this that that was about 2000 years ago. God's not late. He does not he's not like, you know, Amen. Amen. I'm running behind on that prayer. You know, you asked, but you know there's billions of people in the world and everyone's asking. Not, uh, you know, and not everyone is, but, <laughs> but there's lots of people. There's a million in my line. I'm like, next, next. No, he's not late. He never was late. And me thinking that he's late doesn't make him late. Wow. And I've, t- I've said it before. I, you know, there were times that I wanted things when I wanted them. And I wasn't ready for them. But when I had them, when it was God's time, it was perfect. Do you want perfect or do you want a mess? Like, it's, it's pretty simple. It's pretty clear that God, well, he's, he's not holding anything back. He's not late. He knows, you know, God knows when Jesus is coming. And he's going to send him when he is ready. And you better believe it's going to be perfect. Amen. That's good. It's going to be perfect. He's not late. He's not late for you. Amen. And there may be times where you're in a moment where you think things didn't happen the way you wanted and the time you wanted it. I'm sure Joseph felt that way too. And you have to ask yourself are you in jail? You know, are you in slavery? Uh, I don't think it's that hard. You didn't go to a pit. You didn't get thrown into a pit. Bless God. I I don't know. if I don't know. I mean, like, even right now, I mean, like, I could hack it, but I wouldn't want, I would say, like, you know, a pit is a pit, like, you know, that you can't get out of on your own. I'm like, that has to be a bit of a fall. And, I mean, like, you know, maybe he was young, but, you know, I'm just like... I wouldn't want to do that either. I'm like, you know, did you have to go into a pit? Did you get sold get sold into slavery and and you know, did you you go into jail? You know, were you accused of tons of things? You might have been accused of a bunch of things, you know? That happens, but it's you're not the only one. And I bet at any moment Joseph would have been like, you know, now, Lord Jesus. And maybe you're <laughs> Maybe you're thinking, you know, because you know, everybody's talking about the end times. Because when something horrible comes, everybody talks about end times. Like, Jesus is coming. He's coming now. So we don't have to do this anymore. It's not about him coming to rescue you from a circumstance. That's never why he's coming. He's, never co- he's not coming for that. He's coming in his perfect timing. He's coming when he is ready. And he knows the time, and he's already ready. And it's not gonna like that. That's not how we're gonna get a COVID, really. Come on, come on. You know, I mean, you could be praying for that, but (laughs) there are people believing that. I know. (laughs) Maybe not you listening, but they're out there. It's bless Jesus. I'm so glad. (laughs) praise the lord he's not late he's not late in your situation he's not late he knows what's going on around here but he's not moved by it and we don't have to be moved either we never have to be moved we're only moved when we stand up and go somewhere else now the just shall live by faith But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. And draw back. Let's see here. And I love the amplified. But the just shall live by faith. My righteous servants shall live by his conviction, respecting man's relationship to God and divine things and holy fervor born of faith in conjunction with it. And if he draws back and shrinks in fear, my soul will have no delight or pleasure in him. And that's where that conceding happens, that giving up, giving into fear. It's like you're happy fish swimming in the ocean. And there's fear dangling on a hook. And you're like, ooh, that's really shiny. Ooh, I'm a happy fish swimming in the ocean. And then there's this little lure. And it does that. Social media, fear, mask, lure. (laughs) COVID, sickness, ah, lure. You don't have to take that. You don't have to take that. I Dare I say that we're smarter than a fish, but sometimes... We take that bait. It's shiny. It might be loud, but you don't have to take it. And the mercy of God is, is you can just spit it back out. Praise. <laughs> it's not the end till it's the end. Hallelujah. My drawback or shrink in fear. We can stand. We can stand on His word. I believe his word. I'm not going to concede. I'm not going to give up on his word and what it says about me and who I am. I'm not going to give that up. You can't give something up if you don't know what you've got. You've got to get to know what you know and get to know more and get steady in that. And it, and it comes by those moments because that new creature, Revelation, didn't come when I was sitting at church one day and then all of a sudden whoa and then this light shone down and then you know uh, you get it now check mark no, it happened it happened when I was reading one day and it jumped up alive in me now I will say things happen you know and I'll get revelation around you know in a church service, I will, I will, I'll get some, And in a prayer meeting, things will happen, but it's not about what's going this way, it's about what's going this way, and, and deciding to be connected, and I'm connected first this way, I'm plugged in this way, and what's so interesting is when you're plugged in this way, we're connected this way, so where you are at home, what you are doing. It's your, you're doing the listening. You're doing the choice to, you're having the choices to believe. You're having the choices to act and how you act and what you say, what your conviction is, your plainness of speech, what you're speaking. That's you. That's you and what you're doing. And you can do that at home. You can do it at home. People come to church and they don't do it at church sometimes. And they're right here, face to face. It's about being active and making that choice yourself to do it. And you can do it. I mean, I can connect to the, the, the Lord in a car with a, just Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. But I want to move from that. I want to actually get some word in there and then add that in there. Hallelujah. I, you have not given me a spirit of fear. I have power. I have love. I have a sound mind. I believe it. I believe it. I believe your word and what it says. I believe that it's above what I think. Oh, let my thoughts be in line with your thoughts. Hallelujah. I can do that here. I can do that at home. I can do that in my car. I have done everywhere. I can do it. I've done it in a bathroom when I needed to. Bless God, because people out there are nuts. But I've done it. <laughs> and I, I don't blame you if you do it either. <laughs> but you can reach out and, and there's someone who believes with you and who's not crazy, and can stand with you, and speak life to you. You want those people that speak life to you. We're not of them that draw back unto perdition. We're not those that draw back to eternal misery, and are utterly destroyed. But the, we are those that believe, and cleave to, and trust, and rely in God through Jesus the Messiah. And by faith, Preserve the soul. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that in a moment more. Oh, hallelujah. Let's just close our eyes. Where you are in your home, just close your eyes. Close your eyes. Oh, Lord, you're here. Oh, you're here, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, that you sent your word and healed us. I thank you, Lord. That we have your mind. Oh, thank you, Lord, for that mind of Christ. Let it live in everyone. Oh, I thank you, Lord, that you're there. Listening to my voice, you are there. In that house, in that car, wherever, you're there with that person. that's the person listening to my voice thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you're with us. We don't draw back. I thank you, Lord, that we're setting our hearts and minds on your word. I thank you, Lord, that our belief is in your word. I thank you, Lord, that we cling to your word. I thank you, Lord, that we're not going to give up. We're going to stand firm on your word. I thank you, Lord, that it speaks. It has a voice. And I thank you that that voice is in us. And I thank you that we cry it out too. I thank you, Lord, that we're speaking your words and seeing your life and your life manifest in our lives. Oh, I thank you, Lord, that you're being made manifest in people's homes. I thank you, Lord, that as they go out and do their daily tasks, I thank you, Lord, that 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 nothing of this word can, uh, nothing of this world can bombard them. But I thank you, Lord, for that strong strength of a to- strong tower on the inside of them. That as they go about and do their daily activities, that as they wear their mask, they don't wear this world. That as they wear their mask out in public, they know and depend on you. That strong and mighty tower that is with them, that is guiding them, that is showing them, that is showing them your truth. And I thank you, Lord, that that truth is cling to, that we believe your truth, that we stand on your truth. And I thank you, Lord, that that truth is made manifest wherever we go. I thank you, Lord, that as we go and we touch and we go get our groceries and we put them in our baskets, that as we go out and do our just our daily thing, I thank you, Lord, for your word oozing from us. I thank you, Lord, that our confession that our confidence is made clear just as Rahab said I know, I ask and I just and just spoke the words that she believed out of her heart I thank you Lord that we're speaking those words that we believe out of our heart and I thank you Lord that it's different it's made manifest and I thank you Lord for that hope that is on the inside of us infecting our community I thank you, Lord, for your hope rising in this city, rising in this province, and rising in this nation. Oh, that it's something that we can cling to, that's stronger than any man-made object or thing or procedure, but we can cling to you. Oh, hallelujah. And have our lives changed, but not only our lives the people around us, in our community, where we go. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening today. We hope you have been strengthened and encouraged by the message you've heard. To hear more from our pastors or to learn more about Celebration Life Church, you can visit our website at celebrationlife.ca. You can contact us by phone at 604-594-7327 or you can write to us at Unit 2A 13139 80th Avenue, Surrey, BC, b 3 w 3B1